0: enterprise architecture in practice. My father is a retired construction architect. I remember when I used to be a little boy, I used to go to my father's office and I used to see him and his draftsmen work on construction blueprints and models. What is the output of a construction architect's work? is it the blueprints and the models no not really it used to be the buildings that i used to see around the small town that i grew up in what is the output of an enterprise architect's work is it the models that he builds of the current state of the enterprise and the future state not really No. the output of an enterprise architect's work is the transformation of the organization from the current state into the future state the actual migration of the enterprise from how it is today to how the organization wants it to be tomorrow which brings us to a very interesting question what is a model really there's a beautiful saying about models it goes all models are wrong but some models are useful what that means is all models are wrong as in they do not represent the actual thing in its entirety. The only accurate model is the system itself. So if you're building a model for a house, then the model is only going to represent a certain aspect of the house and not the entire house. The only absolutely accurate model of the house is the house itself. Why does a construction architect build models? Because the model is a cheap, quick, representation of what the architect is going to get built let's say for example a layout diagram a layout diagram is a model of the house where it focuses on the size of the house the layout of the house the access points from one room to the other room of the house the relative size of the bathrooms in the house and so on and so forth a perspective diagram does not focus on layout it focuses on uh, um, a three-dimensional view of the house, of how the house is going to look like from outside. It focuses on aesthetics of the house. A three-dimensional model, again, represents how the house is going to look like in the form of a cardboard model. And all of this is done because changing the model or breaking down a model is a lot cheaper than breaking down the actual house. So we build models to show the client certain aspects of what we are going to be building in an economically viable manner. And the enterprise architects, does the same. They build models to show how the enterprise looks like today and how the enterprise is going to look like in the future based on how the leadership wants the organization to transform. So if the organization is launching a new product, how is the organization going to look like once The product has been launched. And when I say look like, I don't really mean aesthetics of the organization. I mean how are the processes going to need to change? How are the organizational structures going to change? How are the services going to change? What are going to be the service level agreements? What applications and data are going to change? What technologies are going to be required to support the application and data, which eventually supports the organizational vision? But to come back to the original point, the Output of an enterprise architect's work are not really the models that show the current state and the future state of the organization. The models are only a means to an end. The models only show in a cheap and economically viable manner of how the organization is going to transform. The actual output of the enterprise architect's work is the transformation itself. Once the models have been built and the future has been visualized and the migration plan has been visualized, based on the current state and the future state, the plans actually go into execution. And it is after the execution that the organization actually transforms. And that is the true value of an enterprise architect's work. Now, one of the mistakes that enterprise architects usually make is they get too busy trying to build models. They They get too busy trying to gather information about what the organization looks like today. So not only are they focusing too much on building models, they are focusing too much on building how the organization looks like today without wondering who these models are built for or why are they building these models. Ideally, what they should be doing is they should be focusing on specific transformations based on specific organizational vision. So let's say that an organization is thinking about data center exit. They want to close down all the data centers and they want to move all the applications onto the public cloud. And this is a good vision because most of the organizations are doing that these days. So the enterprise architect does not need to gather all the information about all the applications that exist today, even though in the long term, all these applications are going to move into the public cloud. What they really need to do is prioritize the work. Because in all probability, we are not going to move all the applications into the public cloud today. We are going to prioritize them based on lifecycle events. So, let's say, for example, an application is hosted on a on a uh, on some sort of a Hitachi hardware, which is going to have an end of life event in, let's say, December 2022, for an example. Okay. So instead of renewing the the hardware contract with Hitachi uh, at the end of December the architects can look at migrating that particular application into the public cloud. So we plan all the applications and all their end-of-life events and plan the applications' migration into the public cloud accordingly. So the enterprise architects don't need to build models for all the applications. They need to build the models for only those applications that are going to be migrated in the next six months, next one year, or what have you. Now, this is an example about uh, uh, technology architecture, application architecture, and what have you. But this doesn't have to be related to IT. It could also be related to large strategic programs which are outside of IT or which are planned by the business. So let's say that there is a spin-off planned. The organization wants to take a large division within the organization and want to spin it off as a separate organization. Now, this becomes a large strategic program for the enterprise architecture capability. So now, instead of gathering information about the entire enterprise, what they can do is focus specifically on the business functions, processes, stakeholders, organizational structures, which are related to this particular spin-off. Then they can look at all the uh, different applications that are supporting the different organizations uh, and there might be a bit of a mesh, a um, an interoperability that is going on today in the current state where applications are talking to each other. Now, if there's going to be a spin-off, there's going to have to be a, a surgical separation of these applications. So the enterprise architects can focus on that, that how are the applications looking like today, how they are interoperating today in the current state. And what is it going to look like in the future state, how we are going to separate these applications you know, and so on and so forth. The same applies for data. Once the spin-off is done, there's some data that is going to go away as a part of the new organization, and some data is going to remain. And today, considering all everything is one organization, uh, there might be some interoperability there. There might, might be some data which might be required by both the organizations and so on and so forth. So the data architects can work on that. And then finally, the technology as well. How are we going to separate the technologies Uh, what's going to be the the network architecture, what's going to be the infrastructure architecture, what is it today and how is it going to change as a part of the spin-off. Now, once this entire program is done, we don't throw away all that information, right? We store all that information into our enterprise architecture repository. Tomorrow, there might be another large strategic program. It might be a merger. It might be an acquisition. It might be a launching of a new product. It might be something else. During that large strategic program, The architects begin again, but they don't have to start from a scratch. Uh, They start by looking at the models that are already in place and then reuse them. And slowly, over a period of time, after we have run multiple such programs within the organization, the job of an enterprise architect becomes easier and easier. We collect more and more information through the strategic programs. and, And the advantage of doing enterprise architecture based on strategic programs is that we continuously deliver value, right? We're not gathering information about the enterprise just for the sake of gathering information. We're gathering it to achieve a certain specific business outcome, whether it is moving all the applications into the public cloud, or whether it's uh, a organizational spin-off, or whether it's a merger, or an acquisition, or a product launch, or what have you. At the end of every program, we deliver value. And in the process, we also collect information about the enterprise, which can be reused in future strategic programs. What I'm trying to say is an enterprise architecture capability must consistently deliver value. If they do not, if they get into the analysis paralysis of just gathering information, nobody is going to take the enterprise architecture capability seriously. And that's one quintessential activity. That the enterprise architect must do deliver value build credibility that's all i have for you today folks i hope you enjoyed the show more about organizational agility innovation and enterprise architecture in the practical world in the business right here on the show but before i end the show i want you to help me out with this one little thing pause the show and share this podcast via WhatsApp or a text message with just one person who might be interested in these topics. It could be anyone, your colleague, your boss, someone in your team. That's all I want. Just one share with one message via text or WhatsApp or what have you. And it would go a long way in supporting us and growing our listener base. Also, please don't forget to follow the podcast. That way, you'll get notified when we publish a new episode. If you want to find out more about us, you can visit us at enterprisearchitectureradio.com. If you have ideas, thoughts, disagreements, please feel free to write to me directly. We also have a telegram group if you would like to contribute to the EA discussions or whatever. Uh, just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio on telegram. Or the URL to join the group is https colon t.me slash enterprisearchitectureradio. While our contact details are there in the show notes, it's very easy to find us really. Uh, Just search for Enterprise Architecture Radio anywhere. Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tomahouse, anywhere. And you'll find a way to get in touch with us. Once again, I hope you had fun and I'll see you in the next one.